This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Holdish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Eating more veggies. That's my New Year's resolution. And in case I thought that I might somehow (laughs) let that one slide, the headline was right there, right there to remind me and everyone else, I resolve to restore veggies to our diets in the latest Mail Tribune food section a la carte. And that column, which also runs under the name The Whole Dish, can be seen in the January 1st edition of the Mail Tribune. Again, under the headline, I resolve to restore veggies to our diet. And I know I'm not alone. There are tens of thousands of Americans, if not more, who are right there with me. And whether they are embarking on some very specific dietary regimen, vegetables do play a role in many of them. And just generally speaking, we know they're good for our health. I know I feel a lot better when I have a more vegetable heavy diet, but it isn't all about eating green salads, which ultimately just aren't that satisfying. The only way to make them very satisfying is to load them up with all kinds of the things that aren't so healthy, dressings and meat and croutons and seeds and nuts and all kinds of other fatty components. Now, a lot of those things do have their particular nutritional profile that's beneficial, but you're sort of defeating the purpose when more of your salad is extra stuff (laughs) that overshadows and overwhelms the vegetables. When this latest column in the Mail Tribune food section I presented some salads that I consider to be really, really great examples of main dish salads that are hearty and satisfying. And they don't need meat, they don't need heavy dressings or fat or other added in things. They get their hearty character from in season winter vegetables, namely root vegetables and hearty greens, kale and collards and chard, things that make us feel full. Because natural starches and sugars, the naturally occurring ones in vegetables are good for us and they do make us feel satisfied. So my collard green potato and chickpea salad with spiced lemon dressing, I offered as one of these really, really great main dish salads that doesn't rely on like a portion of steak on top of it to feel like a meal. And in fact, my husband commented when he was eating this, yeah, if you are still feeling hungry after you've had a full plate of this, something's not right. The main protein and fiber in this comes from chickpeas, cooked chickpeas that I made from dry beans. But there was also in a nod to its similarity to salad niçoise because of the potatoes and brine cured olives, I did increase the protein content a little bit for my family by adding some good quality olive oil packed tuna. 
my favorite tuna wild caught off the Oregon coast albacore that's canned at Chuck Seafood in Charleston that's a staple in my house. It doesn't take a lot. It just takes a few ounces and it adds a lot of really healthful omega-3 fatty acids and protein without a lot of fat to make this just a really, really spectacular wintertime salad, I think. I recently posted to my blog, and this was on January 3rd, under the headline, Massage Kale Salad Outshines LA Eatery Steak, a massaged kale salad from APL Restaurant in Los Angeles. And this ran in the Los Angeles Times and was proclaimed by their recipe testers as a dish that outshone this restaurant's sort of celebrated steaks. It's that good. And I posted it to my blog, acknowledging that here's another one. It's really, really great in wintertime, really hearty, really filling, and really wakes up the palate with a lemony dressing, which my collard green and potato and chickpea salad also had. Some watermelon radish and a tart apple, which I really love in salads this time of year as well. And acknowledge that in my column with endive, apple or pear, and cranberries or dried cherries and nuts. It's a really, really great combination. So I'll give you the recipe for APL kale salad in this podcast, courtesy of APL Restaurant and the Los Angeles Times. It starts with two bunches of lacinato kale, also referred to as Tuscan kale. Often that's 18 ounces or so, preferably with small leaves. You're going to take the ribs out of this and chop it up before massaging it kosher salt and freshly ground black pepper to taste, one watermelon radish scrubbed and cut into very thin rounds. Watermelon radishes are becoming more widely available. I noticed them stocked at Food for Less in Medford here in just the past couple of years, and they really are an interesting way to add a little bit different color, flavor, crunch, and just overall character to your plates, particularly in wintertime when there aren't as many local produce or strictly seasonal produce options available. Look for that. Again, they're very widely available. They're delicious. They don't have quite as much of a bite as a normal red radish. Those could be substituted as well though. This recipe also calls for a Granny Smith or other tart apple peeled and cut into half inch cubes. Two ounces Parmesan cheese, finely grated, plus a little bit more. Three quarter cup lemon vinaigrette. I'll go through making that first before proceeding with the salad. Three tablespoons extra virgin olive oil. And one cup roasted unsalted peanuts, coarsely chopped, which is where you get some of the richness from this salad. So let's start with the lemon vinaigrette. In a blender, combine a peeled garlic clove, one tablespoon Dijon mustard, five teaspoons granulated sugar, two teaspoons honey, and one teaspoon kosher salt, plus more to taste. Finely grate the zest of one lemon into the blender. Then squeeze a third cup juice from the lemon and add that to the blender. If you need more juice to make a third cup, use a second lemon to bring up the measurement to about a third cup. Puree on high speed until smooth. Then turn the speed to medium high. With the machine running, add a quarter cup grapeseed or other neutral tasting oil in a steady stream. Blend until emulsified and then season to taste with salt. That makes about three quarters cup. That goes on top of the salad. 
when it's time to give it this massaging technique. And that's something that I have certainly seen for several years now. I've certainly been incorporating that method into dishes in my own kitchen. I even mentioned it to some family members recently who are complaining of some digestive issues around the holidays. And we're trying to incorporate more greens, but finding them really hard to totally break down. I suggested why not start right in the salad bowl? You sprinkle on some salt, you squeeze on some lemon, you crunch up those greens, and it is like chewing, like pre-chewing your greens in the salad bowl before you ever take a bite. And of course, some people might ask, well, why would you want to massage them in the first place? Massaging very, very tough greens like kale, chard, collard greens really creates a nice velvety texture rather than a fibrous texture that feels like just way too much work to try to chew up. This massaging technique really does create a nice texture, infuses the leaves with whatever flavors you've chosen for your vinaigrette. It doesn't really work with a creamy dressing so much. You need to be using just straight acid like lemon juice or vinegar and then putting on your oil. But it's really, really lovely. It's well worth giving a try. I think that you'll be won over and surprised if you think you don't like kale or collards in a salad and it's become one of my family's favorites for sure. So back to APL kale salad. Strip the kale leaves off the stems and discard the stems. This is a central rib that runs down the middle of the leaf. It's pretty easy to identify. It's a lighter color and it definitely is much, much tougher. They're edible. You just need to cook those usually for quite a long time or grind them up in a food processor to make into a pesto. But most often I discard the ribs and I feed them to my chickens who appreciate them much more than I do. Once you've got the leaves stripped off the ribs, wash and dry the leaves well, then cut into very, very thin slices. This is also called chiffonade. It's easy to roll up very large leaves like collard greens and, and kale as well. Roll them into a cigar shape and then cut crosswise the length of them and it gives you very, very thin ribbons, which is referred to as chiffonade in classical cooking terminology. This should yield about eight cups finely sliced leaves. Transfer the kale to a large bowl, sprinkle with one teaspoon salt, and kosher salt does a better job because of the larger particles really starting to break down these leaves as opposed to like a fine sea salt or iodized salt. Try using the kosher salt. Sprinkle with one teaspoon of that and a half teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper. Mix and massage the leaves gently with your hands until they start to soften a little. Some people have different ideas on how long this should take and how vigorously you should do it. Some some people say several minutes. It it depends on quite honestly how coarse the leaves are that you've chosen, but you can feel and see when they start to break down under your fingers. You know, do it for 30 seconds at least. Take a taste, maybe see what the texture's like. If it feels like it needs more, massage it a little longer. And of course, if this is prepared maybe 20 minutes before eating, that texture is gonna break down even more as it sits in the bowl with the dressing on it. So take that into account as well. To the massaged leaves, add the very thinly sliced watermelon radish, the Granny Smith or other tart apple that's been peeled and cut into half inch cubes, the two ounces finely grated Parmesan cheese, 
this says finely grated, but I also like shavings of Parmesan in this. Again, that can be to your taste. And sometimes a large piece of cheese is a lot more satisfying in a salad without any meat than finely grated cheeses. The three quarter cup lemon vinaigrette and three tablespoons extra virgin olive oil. Toss that until it's evenly mixed. Now that the radish and the apple is incorporated on there, you don't really want to massage it too much. You want those things to stay nice and crunchy. It's a nice contrast to these massaged kale leaves. Season to taste with salt and pepper. Top with a cup of roasted unsalted peanuts that have been coarsely chopped and more Parmesan. Again, this may be the point where you want to just use a vegetable peeler to sort of shave on some Parmesan chunks and serve immediately. That makes six to eight servings of APL kale salad. You can find that recipe on the latest post to my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Look for that on January 3rd, posted under the headline, Massaged Kale Salad Outshines LA Eatery Steak, and incorporate that and ideas from my latest column, also titled The Whole Dish, to incorporate more veggies. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.